0: the Upbeat. It's Happy. It's almost Friday, I think. I don't know. It depends when you could be listening because, after all, it is still September, but only just. Uh, my name's Richard. I will be your host for today or tomorrow, and we're doing the days of the week again, but we're all over the place because we've had blue juice, and you know how blue juice affects us. Joining me today or tonight or tomorrow, and we'll stop doing the time jokes because we're not funny. Um, he's he's quite he's quite noble. Some people would even argue he's a bit of an artist. Um, he's actually a bit of a noble artist, but this is a man who's not into succeeding. He's not into just you know slightly getting things wrong. This is a chap who's interested in nothing more than epic fails, which is why. He's created a Hero Master, an epic game of epic fails dash the board game. Um, I hate to see the search term traffic on Google for that little beauty, but anyway, it is the it is the one, it is the only, Mister Jamie Noblefriar. So hello there, Jamie.
1: Hi. Well done. You you, you retained a lot of the uh, the names and information that I thought you would stumble over, particularly the, the title of the game, as you say, that has the longest uh, additional <laughs> longest. title in the world. So, uh, Bez
0: will yeah. Bezel, Bezel be kicking herself going, Ah, oh, I thought Blether was really long.
1: <laughs> well I kinda of try and let let people have a critical fail or an epic fail where they're trying to uh, trying to kind of reel off the title. So yeah, no, yeah. It, it tends to work fairly frequently.
0: So for people that are listening for the first time, I suppose we better say hello. Hello everybody. Hello. Um the reason Hello. The reason that we do this is um because we've uh, we've done 200 episodes and it's no longer about us. it's all about you. So because of that we are striving to bring you the best content that a podcast could bring you. So that is why um, the second reason we're doing this is because it's why we ask people like Jamie on the show because um, he's doing his Kickstart. We're doing it this is called a, it's like a quick start on the Kickstart. so we're gonna have a quick chat about his game and a quick chat about um, shelf, as you would say. Um, things are going well, though.
1: Yeah, no, it feels good. Uh, yeah, we're kind of... I'm now just over a week in, um, and we're sort of kind of rolling on for about 350% funded, which is really cool. Uh, unlocked some really cool stretch goals. Yesterday, we unlocked something that I've been really keen to kind of get out into the kind of core game, uh, which was uh, the neoprene mats. So they're kind of standard with uh, both the core and the and the deluxe game now, which is really cool. So they replaced mm-hmm. the... the the uh, the cardboard kind of player boards and the game board that you get in the game. So um, at the moment, because uh, I've just announced a fifth player expansion as well, which would be a stretch goal, uh, which would be another neoprene mat as well. Um, you are currently getting five neoprene mats included in the package. So I think it's a really cool kind of like for me like neoprene's always been like a luxury luxurious addition <laughs> and to kind of like. <laughs> To to have it as standard. I mean, kind of yeah. My sofa's covered in it. Uh, you know, <laughs> Just I imagine I haven't, I haven't, I haven't you walk, any... walking down the street with this. It's your true. Like that.
0: Dun dun dun. Get down, get down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what, what are you wearing, mate? Do you like it? It's neoprene. Oh man, he cool. <laughs> That's <laughs> hot.
1: Yeah, and it's not like kind of like a cool, like kind of like Wolverine outfit or anything. It's kind of sort of like it's just a really awful like shell suit made out of neoprene.
0: I could just imagine, but I bet you go up in flames a treat if somebody set fire to
1: you. <laughs> it's tr- I don't know. I think it might be flame retardants. I think that'd be all right. Like, that'd be, yeah, that'd be, uh, no, I don't get it. So you'd be like, a superhero. <laughs> be like a
0: superhero.
1: I would be like a superhero. Do
0: you know what? Yeah. Do you know what you just, have to do? You just have that. to, you have to do. We're going to stop the podcast. Do you know what you have to do? Like, see when you get your first shipment of the game, because it's going to get funded and people are getting mats, you have to get, like, about 20 pieces of the neoprene mats and actually just wear them like are you a think,
1: suit. Are you thinking, like, Lady Gaga with the meat suit? Is that where we're <laughs> going with this?
0: I think we have to do it, yeah. I, I think, think might you have to have to happen. have a... Do you want neoprene? me to do a photo and send
1: it over to you, kind of, when I've done it? I mean, can I, 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 I wear you should... something underneath? Because there's going to be a lot revealed in between the neoprene. I think that I've got a, I've got a cardigan that people have probably seen on like every other interview that I've done. I'll make sure I'm wearing that. But then there's nothing on the bottom, then, is there? So I just have to have a carefully. I did like a like a neoprene Tarzan like loincloth, and then, and then just make f- up the rest. Just
0: need a neoprene tube. You'll be fine.
1: <laughs> like a boob <laughs> tube out of neoprene. It works.
0: Well, kind of like that, yeah.
1: Except just a tube. <laughs> Keep it covered. <laughs> it's a
0: good it's idea. Really. Welcome, welcome to After Dark with you. Ne- <laughs> or tonight we'll be talking neoprene and rubber. Do you talk yeah. first or not before you put on your neoprene? Ne- neoprene. What do epic you do trails, when you walk around yeah. the sea? I know. Do you underwear or under not? It's up to you. Welcome to After Dark. Um Anyway, we're completely off the. This is going to happen, hey, This is. Do you know what we need? We need somebody to come in like a referee and <laughs> just like what blow I, what, a whistle what I, what I like and is that go that... and go stop. <laughs> and then just say, right, right, okay. This is the um, part in the show where you say. Richard, uh, you have to ask them about their history with a hobby. Okay, so three, two, <laughs> one, go. So, so I can't so, tell I... No, you can't. We have to. We have to move on um, because um, I'm 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 running low on gas, and you don't have a jacket, obviously. Um, <laughs> and people will be some people will be scratching their head, and some people will be nodding, nodding gently and sagely <laughs> about what that means. Um... One of the things we like to do is um, we like to find out a little bit about kind of history, designer history because um, it is, it's kind of one of these magical things about Kickstarter is that there's no right way to do Kickstarter. I've seen people that have like come on and said, "Oh, look, I'm going to make a game about kittens that blow up," and folk have went, "Yay, have all the money!" <laughs> and then you get other people that have gone, "This is a well-crafted, multi-dimensional game." And you know, three three days into the campaign, I was like, "Well, we've had to cancel it because we've had two backers." So there doesn't seem to be any type of um, any type of magic to do with it. Um, I mean, you've been involved in. Kind of like you've kind of been involved in the kind of the art side of things. You've had two sides to Kickstarter, haven't you? Because you've you've obviously you've done the game side of things, but you've also been involved in the kind of the general creation type of thing as well. Just in terms of your artwork, yeah. So that's has it right, been? Is yeah. it been like? See, I do research frantically, searches through your <laughs> Kickstarter profile yeah, as you go. Right um,
1: <laughs> Very clever. I mean, so you're how, how big is your research team?
0: um um it's um it's my rabbit yeah we don't want to hear rabbit. about that we don't want to hear about that. i put a carrot and a lettuce in front of him and if he goes for the <laughs> carrot we do no research and if he goes for the lettuce we do the research while we're talking to you
1: okay <laughs> so yeah nice well, okay okay so this is a lettuce situation is it
0: not a carrot <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah no you're absolutely right uh um I've, I've kind of been involved in in uh board games for uh well I've been involved in games for about kind of uh, so coming up to 10 years now um and board games can kind of the latter half of that I, I worked in video games um independent sort of studios as an artist um and uh and one of the things that kind of led me into kind of doing apart from kind of obviously enjoying board games but kind of as, as a kind of a, a work thing um constantly kind of like in these independents, we'd always try and, do own little kind of projects and stuff where I'd be the artist and then there'd be a, like a programmer who would sort of start doing the code for things and then there'd be a 3D modeler and this and the other and stuff and countless ones just kind of fall by the wayside because everyone ends up getting kind of permanent work or kind of like ends up with a big freelance client or this and the other and stuff and kind of everyone kind of like just, just ends up, you know, it just falls over and, and no one ends up doing it. And I kept sort of thinking, kind of like ways around it and stuff, and I was never going to end up coding. And um, so I kind of thought, you know what, like kind of, I should, I should really sort of put this in, into kind of like the game design into kind of something more analog, and and um, and start to kind of work on, on board games. And, and that's at that time I was playing a lot more board games with the guys I was working with in the uh, in the game studio and stuff, because um, obviously kind of they kind of sort of dovetail nicely, and and people were kind of. Um, Putting in my lunch times, then we're having kind of like evening sessions and stuff. And kind of at that time, I was being introduced to a lot more games that I, I hadn't even heard of or realised. Uh, which is when I kind of discovered Maze Night, which I thought was absolutely amazing. Um, and uh, and yeah, so kind of I, I, at, once I kind of left my uh, last video game job, I kind of went fully freelance, and the majority of my work has been um, with. Independent publishing companies um, doing work for their kickstarters and also doing books for independent authors and stuff as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, a lot of work for for kickstarters sort of prior to doing my own. So, I mean, I, I kind of, sort of said in the past that sort of having kind of trawled different kind of places to find clients um, uh, sort of in the board game industry. Uh, it was easy enough to kind of start. Working out where to kind of find out information about kind of how to develop games and design games and 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 mm-hmm. uh, all those kind of different bits bits around manufacturing stuff as well and I sort of discovered Jamie Stegmaier's, um blog and stuff and 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 uh, yeah and all the groups on Facebook that are so helpful. So all of a sudden I kind of sort of went from kind of just researching it to try and kind of like find clients that were looking for people like me to actually kind of sort of just absorbing that information and thinking you know what this is this is pretty cool. I'd like to kind of you know start trying to get more involved in this so yeah and it kind of it kind of made sense that i could kind of just do all those composite parts myself and you know i i i, I didn't know that i i would be able to design a game and kind of see it through and, and to be honest like kind of in the first probably year of trying to design something it was just a, an absolute mess uh but i kind of feel like i needed to go through that to get to the other side and i'm, and I'm glad i didn't and i would totally do it a different way next time <laughs> so yeah um but that's yeah it's
0: that's, a, it's a learning experience so i think um it's kind of like letting a young deer, kind of watching it walk. You don't want to interfere with a deer while you watch it walk. You want to make it like, you know... Because otherwise you don't get good telly. You know, if somebody just came along and helped the deer up and said, right, do this leg, this leg, this leg, and you'd be, oh, fine, thanks very much. Yeah, absolutely. And off it went. But um, <clears throat> I think, do you know what? Kickstarter is a pride thing. And I've noticed this more and more, is that um, there's... <sighs> There's very few things nowadays that have a unique sense of accomplishment with them in the creative, you know, even in the creative field. I know a lot of people who um, who are artists, I know a lot of people who are, you know, musicians and their job is you give them nothing and you give them an idea and they come back and they make something of it. But it's very, very easy to fall into kind of like a niche, um, not in terms of a something that makes you money and that you end up doing and you end up becoming known for, and it's difficult to kind of be able to do it. So Kickstarter sometimes itself is a pride thing. Some people are like, well, I'm doing the entire creation my own. This is something I completely own. I'm creating out of nothing. It's something unique to me. And so I can see why people, a lot of people kind of do it completely by, them, by it themselves.
1: Was, it was definitely that for me. I mean, sort of, I know that sounds awful because pride's not the most sort of um... – uh, enviable trait but but i, I you know I, I was desperate i was desperate to do something on my i mean like you know i was so excited about the prospect of kind of like having complete creative control over something um and sort of like you know making something that i really wanted to to, to make and put a spin on kind of like you know the the the, sort of the genre that i love so much which is the fantasy genre um mm-hmm. so yeah kind of like and and i was i'm totally aware that kind of like the fantasy genre is like completely saturated with very serious kind of like games and what have you and stuff and i know that there's there's sort of more humorous games out there but kind of with with hero master there's kind of like a a, a bridge gap there where i feel that it's a game that kind of um uh, more seasoned gamers would enjoy uh, because there's meat on the bones uh, but at the same time kind of offering something which isn't just too kind of sort of like you know you're a grim fighter with you know so much to prove and blah. blah, blah. you know it's 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 a kind of a still a lighthearted kind of um fun game to kind of just get out and and and, and have a kind of a thrash around with and you know it's um yeah but it has it has some depth to the to the strategy and stuff so um that's kind of where i wanted to go with it really i mean i i still want to do the, the grim dark like kind of like fancy game because i absolutely love them um unashamedly.
0: Jamie, 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 you can say the words the grim dark without actually going into a batman type voice
1: you can i can't <laughs>
0: just say the grim dark again
1: the grim dark
0: yeah okay we'll move yeah, on then I mean, No problem <laughs> Okay, But I mean okay with you being an artist And there'll be you know as I say there are artists that listen I hope um, Do you find yourself kind of ending up kind of doing work in, under a particular style Or have you tried to expand or kept I, varying the kind of the work that you do?
1: i think i think i'm probably more um diverse than a lot of artists i know kind of, sort of like and, and this isn't a knock on it's actually i think kind of like you know those artists that have honed their style it's, they've got an incredible um kind of uh, art style i was looking at like the uh, the Miko stuff the other day and it's just absolutely mm-hmm. mind-blowing and you know he's definitely nailed his his style and stuff mine is more grimdark uh kind of style um <laughs> And, uh, uh, like, usually, um, but, you know, you'll see in in Hero Master it's completely the opposite. Now, the reason for that was kind of, like, I was um, doing so much the uh, grim dark stuff, and, uh, (laughs) like, it it was... um you know it's it's great and it's sort of like you know some of the games that I've done Perdition's Mouth and stuff are are really really um kind of uh, horror kind of fantasy and stuff so um, Mm. feature that kind of artwork in there and uh, you know kind of like I I, I just wanted a little breakout every now and then and started kind of like doing these kind of upbeat kind of cartoons um I guess you could call them uh and yeah it was a lot of fun and I kind of started to kind of create these characters with them and stuff and 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 they I, I kind of did a little trial run um on uh, on Kickstarter for a greetings car campaign with with, with the art on it which is really, um, you know, actually really popular. It did, you know, sort of, it did a couple of thousand pounds, which is which is really cool for greetings cards. I was really pleased, and they still, like, you know, that that then took me onto the convention circuit because I started to kind of sell them at conventions and stuff, and meet other people, and then, just, you know, it, it kind of blossomed from there. So, I've just kind of uh, been quite lucky with a few kind of little breaks and stuff, and meeting people um, to be able to do that. But in terms of the artwork, yeah, it's a very different style to to, to my normal stuff, but I I like it. I like kind of like messing around with stuff. I do, I do like kind of going back to my grim dark stuff, but like. Um, it's
0: uh, is it yeah. is it bad on your throat? I mean, obviously, if you're continuing to talk I've, about, I've already done half half,
1: half a pint of water while I've been talking to you, so uh, so I think it must be.
0: <laughs> oh dear! It's okay. when I'm walking Let... walking
1: around in my in, in my uh, in in my neoprene suit and keep talking about the grim dark in my voice. Oh, I've just oh, I've just messed it up. I forgot about it. Say
0: it it's all right, no, no say, it, say it again. Just say grim dark, <laughs> and we'll like we'll we'll edit it back in.
1: Okay, my grim dark neoprene suit. Um, there you go, that's it. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, that, that's yeah, that's that's that bit about the art um, uh, in terms of kind of you know the, the diversity. Uh, nailed it. Good.
0: Absolutely fantastic. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: let's let's talk about Hero Master, an epic game of epic fails and epic board game that's epic and it's epicness and it's epic with it's epic hero well the funny the thing is it only lasts an master. hour
1: so uh so you know kind of like you know when i say epic it's it's in the loosest uh possible term so it takes then-
0: two hours to play because it takes like one hour for you to actually pronounce like the game that you're going to play and then it only takes an hour to play the game itself
1: it's like in uh in the office when when they had the club called new york new york the the club that never slept and it closed at three um, I thought that was pretty funny. So yeah, it's, it's like similar to that. It's the epic game for epic hours that last an hour. Um, yeah, no, I, I wanted to kind of make it kind of punchy and stuff. So anyway, the the, the, to give you the <laughs> what
0: kind the, of punchy punch drunk? Kind
1: of it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, it kind of it comes with neoprene uh, gloves to wear um, as well. So that's that's You're pretty just, handy.
0: It's really not doing yourself any favors. You <laughs> just really
1: messing with these stretch goals right now. It's um,
0: so I, I, I mean, that has to be like a stretch go now is that you know <laughs> if you get up to certain funding you don't get anything more in the game but Jamie is gonna do like a full Saturday night fever walking down the street
1: I, I'd be happy in to print. Yeah, I was if with, you get I it to just... a certain level. I was thinking the other day kind of about kind of like sort of stretch goals and stuff and stuff that I'm sure there must be people who kind of just absolutely sell their soul on stretch goals and just like, you know, I'll I'll dance. I'll dance if you you get to this, if you get to this, because you're sort of like, you're so desperate for people to like what you're doing and kind of like, you know, sort of like put things in the game that people are going to enjoy and stuff like that. And then kind of like, you know, I've just done like a a tier, well, announced a pledge tier where you can get your face in the game because I I want to kind of like design some uh, new characters around kind of some of the backers. Uh, but I kind of just like I wonder how how what sort of lengths people go to to try and sort of like entertain and kind of keep people on board uh i I reckon mm. I could probably go there to some of these these depths, but um <laughs> yeah, potentially with the neoprene suit um but uh yeah, no, it's um hearing is a game about um a group of heroes who are the last picked um in every party. They just are they, their reputations precede them as the worst adventurers ever they, they're the kind of people who's got really terrible career advice and um so anyway they're kind of kicking their heels they always end up in the same party together because obviously they, they, they get abandoned by everyone else they kind of work with and uh as they're kind of sort of spending another kind of like lazy afternoon uh, in a tavern uh oblivious to commotion around them uh, and a dragon sweeping around um that uh, by the time they kind of realize that they probably should have join one of the other parties who's going to go and fight the dragon they uh kind of uh, the dust settles and they're kind of Sort of staring back at the same uh dopey faces that they always end up sort of staring back at so um off they go again on a doomed adventure um reluctantly because they can't stand each other at this point um in a hope that they can earn enough money to basically buy their way out of the party just kind of sort of like buy their way into another party so you're it's not a uh, cooperative game even though it's set in the uh, under the guise of being in a, an adventuring party you're very much against each other and just trying to get one over on each other to um get the last kind of hit on the monster so to speak and uh, and, and steal the gold and the glory um so in- how does
0: it play how does it play in a round i mean is it a is it playing cards to to take hits? Is it you know? Yeah, is that's it tri- right. Taking, I mean, yeah.
1: it's, it is. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's very much like a hand management game with 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 um, take that aspect. Now, I know we take that. It's it's uh, it's kind of a divisive um, kind of uh, mechanic, uh, and and, and I, t- yeah, I totally understand that. I think I think the um, flip side is with this, and I think it sort of it was demonstrated really nicely in a, in a playthrough that I kind of put up the other day um, on YouTube, uh, where it's a, yes, you are kind of like um you're playing bungle cards on on your um your party members so essentially you're we've well, got a hand of cards it's a combination of the vices and the virtues of those characters so you've got kind of like the barbarian who like is strong and can rage and all this sort of stuff but at the same time because he's so big and burly he's got no spatial awareness so you'd be kind of like laying your kind of rage attacks on the monsters but you'd be laying your bungle attack uh your bungle card sorry uh which would be kind of like i think it's called it's called huh as in huh um <laughs> Rather than sort of like you know on, on the other players because you're standing in their way while they're trying to fight the monster sort of thing and it kind of blocks them, um so it reduces their kind of like the the power of their attack and what have you. But there's ways around it. There's ways to remove bungles. There's ways to um, kind of uh, uh, kind of work around them. So you've got weapons and stuff you can add in, and you're kind of trying to use the bungles to kind of force people to use their assets, and, and those assets are kind of are their weapons, which have a like a finite um uh you can use them and they, and they get refreshed later on so you can't keep using them uh, and you have your hero cards which are kind of like special abilities for example the elf is really hoity-toity uh and and expects to go first and everything so he basically nabs the first player token which is called the party leader token um, mm-hmm. so you, not only are you kind of like kind of trying to fight the monsters you're trying to kind of get in each other's way but the one of the major parts of it uh is actually trying to maintain being the party leader uh, because if you're the party leader, you not only get to choose the location you go to, you get to choose the monster you get to you want to fight uh, that everyone has oh to right. fight, and you also get to, to to resolve your attacks first as well, or resolve your first attack first. So you're kind of squabbling and usurping each other constantly, kind of like you know pushing into each other's way, and kind of like the wizard thinks that because he's the most educated, he should be the one. The elf thinks that because he's like you know the, the race that was there first, they should be the one. Uh, you know, kind of and, and various different things like the humans just so stupid uh, as the kind of the youngest race, like. On that, on, on that kind of uh, in existence um, mm-hmm. that she just charges into combat and just kind of like has, has no idea. So kind of by, by right, just claims the party leader because she's first in getting stuck in. So... Yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of like a it's very much a hand management game because you you've got a, a finite number of cards to kind of deal uh, uh, to get through a location which kind of has several monsters mm. in it, uh, and you're kind of trying to work out what attacks are strongest against those monsters, whether you can bluff someone into kind of bungling your maybe worse attacks or less useful attacks. Uh, mm. You're trying to save your maybe your attack cards or your bungle cards that might steal the party leader token. Um, uh, so yeah it's kind of all these different kind of strategies and stuff and you start to kind of find these little combinations that work nicely together uh, of the cards and because you're kind of at the start of the game you're drawing a, a different race and a different class and mixing two decks together similar to sort of smash up um, you're kind of finding new combinations all the time so um, yeah currently there's there's four classes and four races um, you know, we're working towards a stretch goal for, for a fifth of each at the moment and uh, I'd like to think there'll be more in the future as well so um, yeah it's, it's um, it, it, it's definitely a kind of a replayable game especially kind of like it, it lasts an hour it's one of those games that I think kind of like um, I think people will be looking for and I'd like to do a campaign for it because it's one of those ones where you kind of build up a character and then you sort of like the game kind of comes to an end and you're like oh no like kind of like you know want to carry on playing kind of like you know you can just got all this cool stuff and kind of like you know so um but the cool thing is when you get new cards because when you gain treasure and stuff they go straight into your hand or straight into your board and stuff so in a short game still you're still getting to use the stuff you pick up straight away uh which yeah. is quite a, quite a viable tactic when you're kind of like if you were to kind of defeat a monster to to, to almost get an attack back because you're getting a whole a new, a new card which is usually better than the, what you've got in your hand anyway so um yeah it kind of it's uh it it's got two stages to it there's it's kind of like this this Kind of strategic, kind of card laying stage where you're kind of almost um, uh, laying out your your plan for kind of the monster. So like, your various attacks and your bungles down on people. And there's a second stage mm-hmm. once everyone passes or runs out of cards um, that uh, then you go through and resolve your attacks, starting with the party leader. So that's the kind of like the the d twenty rolling dice bit. So yeah, um, that's it. Two main. Has stages. it been?
0: Has it been in development long? Because I remember, um, I remember us kind of first, kind of, um, I guess, kind of being aware of each other. Um it was a Tuesday <laughs> and they we were walking through the park and there was Kevin Young and Kevin Young said Kevin said, <laughs> Have you met Jamie? And I said, I have not met Jamie. And he says, Does he have a normal name? He says, No, he's one of these people that has lots of names. <laughs> and, um, but he is making and he is making a game. And there was that kind of conversation. And then, um, and and then you've kind of kept chipping away in the background. Yeah. And was that play testing, or was that because we had other conversations? And I think we, you know, we met in the middle of a roller coaster, which was exciting but ultimately quite scary. Um, <laughs> and and then it was again as oh hello Jamie, Whoa! and and, and, uh, and then and then Martin Poole kind of turned up, and we don't like Martin. <laughs> I've already said, you know, you deserved your bins, Martin, that's all I'm saying. Um <laughs> but anyway, and um and then it was like, hello, and I was like, Yeah, I know him already with his multiple names and his fear of roller coasters, but like of walking in the park. And um and then we got chatting from there. But of I mean have you been kinda like um building audiences and play Testing and all those yeah. type of shenanigans, basically.
1: It's been, it's been. I mean, I say it's been in development for three years because I mean, and and longer than that. When I was the, the initial idea of this kind of bungling party, um, of, of trying to get that last hit on the monster in a really non-fleshed-out kind of way, was was kind of like one of my first kind of thoughts for uh, for us sort of a game design uh, when I was working back at um, uh, the sort of video game companies and stuff, and and, and sort of mm. wrote some notes on it and stuff, and they really didn't make much sense. And it was only kind of sort of like later on when I started to do. Uh, a bit more of this kind of sort of like kind of artwork and stuff. I was like, do you know what? This this is good. this could really fit with that idea. So I kind of dragged those notebooks out again and kind of went back to it and um, and and sort of fleshed out the idea a bit more. And then yeah, kind of like over the past two years, I suppose I have sort of like kind of met uh, different people who have helped me playtest the game, like kind of um, you know a few guys in the industry and stuff, and a few kind of like sort of people who are just just keen to kind of like game and stuff and like just love 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 kind of the whole process. And uh, I've just been very lucky with the people I've met. And and yeah, it it took probably a year of just like faffing about not really knowing what i was doing and then this final kind of like year has been like a solid kind of like it's it's really kind of come to a head and kind of just really happy with kind of like certain things like the party leader kind of mechanics like just like was one of my favorite things that kind of we, we kind of eventually kind of like came to a head with and um so yeah it has been a long time and, and during that process kind of i think i just want to take my time over it you know kind of like I wanted to make sure that I read everything about building an audience. Then I went ahead and built an audience and I was lucky enough in the fact that kind of like, because I've been doing art for a while anyway, I had a, a chunk of kind of a, a bit of a following from art anyway. So um, mm-hmm. they went, they went all board game people. So I, not all of it's translated and stuff, but, but, you know, uh, it kind of being in the industry has helped it a bit. Um, so yeah, I think kind of, it's really important. I was actually going to launch in May. Um, and then decided that I would push it back to September because I sort of felt like you know what, like I just I just need a bit more time. Unfortunately, that that meant I fit fit in uh, UKGE uh, and yeah. sort of spent you know kind of managed to demo to a lot of people there. And I think kind of like just to be seen, you know, in that environment is is really helpful because I think sort of people like realise that you're not just. Uh, you know a chancer and you're actually kind of like putting something together and and, and i had a really lovely prototype uh, which literally i got on the day that it opened um from yeah. rob, rob butler from die sports and i think that sort of like was such a pleasure to show off and kind of you know and and i think it attracted a lot of people uh, and attention so yeah no it's it was really really sort of good and and, and yeah I'm, I'm glad i spent the time to kind of like rather than try to rush it out the door um, as I say, next time there would be I could probably cut a lot of time out of the sort of mistakes that I made, and yeah. maybe quite not quite so much just sort of like trial and error in game design. Um, but as you say, it was sort of like a, a baby deer, <laughs> uh, probably on, on ice on ice in a neoprene uh, jacket. So that was a
0: bit. That was a bit grim and
1: dark. <laughs> it was um... gr- yeah, true. You've, it's a bit infectious, isn't
0: it? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't don't know what you're saying. Um, how do people get involved? What's the kind of the entry price on the door? Because um, I do you know what the funny thing is? I just remember back to a conversation. What no? When I message you on Facebook. Because I was checking through stuff, because like, I've got a big list of people I want to speak to, and some people I don't get to speak to, and other people I kind of went, oh, actually I don't want to speak to them at all, that's not the truth, <laughs> that's not true, anybody listening I always want to speak to people, <laughs> but, um, and then I kind of remember messaging you going am I too late, JB? am I too late, and you went, no, we've put it back oh, I thought it was going to be me. I was like, no, no if you'll excuse me, the dodgings have opened. Way, ding, ding. And off you, <laughs> <laughs> and off you went again. And then, um, so that was that was good. But, um, um, but th- as I say, as we said at the top, kind of things seem to be, um, they seem to be kind of progressing kind of nicely. Um, but what is the cost of entry if you want to get involved in this fine game with the longest name <laughs> ever?
1: Yeah, so you get a lot of words for your money here, which is great. Um, it's uh, it's twenty nine, <laughs> it, it's twenty nine, it's twenty nine. But you get a lot of title for your money. Uh, it's twenty nine pounds uh, for the core game, and we're also, uh, I say we, it's only me, uh, making it out like I'm a massive company. Uh, uh the deluxe version is forty nine pounds, and that includes a whole bunch of extra stuff like fancy metal coins and class themed dice and a map of Snooze which is the land in which uh the, uh, the kind of game is set on a big tablecloth that you can put down before you play and then put your in a new fancy neoprene mats on top uh and even a uh, adult coloring book which i have to explain to a couple of people isn't adult themed it's just the fact that if you're an adult you might enjoy it as well uh, it i've hasn't, always thought that it hasn't an that adult big. coloring book yeah it doesn't <laughs> have adult themes uh, um, yeah.
0: see um, do you know what to be an adult theme is at adult three was you would be opening it up, and the first thing it would say is, "This is how you apply for a mortgage." Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? this is well, this is how you change your address on your council tax, or potentially change your banding. Do you know what I mean? This is yeah. the address you need to write. You need to send your, t- you know, your tax, your. Um, your car details to the DVLA to get your address changed. It's true. You know I mean, thinking of getting boiler cover, this is the page for you. Those are adult things. The type it's of thing true. that they consider kind of like just an adult, adult things are actually for 14-year-olds. It's a good idea,
1: actually, yeah. Just just, just like kind of various like money-saving expert, like kind of like, Just like things pages. that you colour in. <laughs> yeah, you can colour in, exactly. yeah, exactly. Here's the boiler page. You know this, <laughs> is how you ch- this is how you change a plug.
0: That's a really, Do you know what I mean, I'm like, you know what, I know something, Jamie. That's a
1: fantastic Jerry. idea. I'm,
0: 40, I'm 43 years old. Do you know the first time I actually changed around a, like a light fitting that was hanging down, like a pendant, I, I was know. like 41.
1: Because I, mean, I thought, yeah. you know,
0: if I went near electricity, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, that's the honest truth. It's like, if I go near this, I was afraid of changing batteries. I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest. Just to... Just in case, I, I like I couldn't resist the temptation to stick five in my mouth and then short circuit <laughs> myself, you know. Yeah, it's um, but yeah, so 29, 29 gets you in the door. That's right, yeah. For, f- Forty nine gets you the extra deluxe fancy package. Version That's right, yeah. With and the then... fantasy suite. The fantasy suite, <laughs>
1: the fantasy... yeah, indeed, yeah. It's. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so I've tried to kind of like, uh, again, uh, I've done a few Kickstarters before, which have been kind of great and stuff, uh, um, but nothing like this on this scale. So I wanted to make sure that I kind of kept the entry point as low as I could. So um, I yeah, I've I've kind of really tried to make sure that I had some really good conversations with, with people on the lead up. This is why I kind of like spending some time um, uh, working things out rather than sort of diving straight in was a great idea because getting feedback from people, like I, I kept showing artwork off and stuff, and people were like, those, those boards look look really big, like kind of like for the game and stuff. Have you, have you worked out how much it's going to cost you and stuff? And I'm like, Of course, yeah, no, it's fine, don't worry about it and stuff. And I'm like, I should probably <laughs> get get that checked sorry. out. Um, and, what are you uh, talking about? Yeah, it, <laughs> is that it, the re- it, it was it was, <laughs> oh, it, was, it, was, mean, it was Yeah, I was just like super excited about kind of putting everything in the game and its dog. Mm-hmm. and um and uh funny enough someone asked me if I'd put a, a kind of a, a character of, of my dog in there which I probably will do um but uh but yeah and then sort of and then slowly but surely realized that I just needed like you know games have especially epic games that last an hour have mm-hmm. a price cap you can't have a you know like a, an hour long game which is like, going to cost you 80 quid it's sort of you know it 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 it, it just wouldn't work so um I think kind of with, with this, it's, it, it I needed to whittle it down. And, and now the cool thing is, because we're now like hitting stretch goals and stuff, it means I can include the neoprene and I can include kind of like other cool bits and pieces that I wanted to, you know, fifth player if we get there uh, mm. and stuff. So, yeah, it's, um it, you know, I wanted people to be able to kind of, I wanted to build up that trust with people who don't necessarily know me, even though they might have kind of heard um, about mm-hmm. some of the other games I've worked on and stuff, to be able to kind of like, you know, put their trust in it, kind of like not too much of a, an expensive um you know risk for them so i think with any kind of like first-time creator um it's i would i would prefer to kind of invest in someone that uh, who, first-timer who, who was putting out something a bit smaller than something absolutely massive so that was my thinking anyway and and, and, I, and I think kind of like i'm really pleased that i kind of didn't go this <laughs> i was talking to someone the other day about kind of my, my my grail design game that has everything kind of in it and all singing all dancing grim uh, grimdark fantasy game and um <laughs> you know it it wasn't it wasn't the right game to start off with so this this yeah. is you know this is what i felt was right and and, and i'm pleased and, and, and to be honest because it was also the first uh kind of uh good idea i felt like I had in games design. I felt really good to then kind of see this one through.
0: and it's doing well I and mean, it, yeah
1: yeah it feels like it's doing pretty well
0: nine ta- nine grand target almost thirty thousand twenty nine thousand six hundred and eighty six reached yeah it's pretty good it's pretty yeah, it's good It's trickled up today good.
1: it's Indeed. been it, it, it's been great i mean so what i'm really pleased with is i know that you obviously you know you hear these horrific rumors about the the mid-campaign slump and this is no villagers uh, uh which is just was i mean those guys i talked about them yesterday as well what an incredible experience like and, and what an incredible kind of like success story that they've had um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh but yeah, wow. I mean, I'm I'm so so incredibly impressed with the amount of support that I've had for for the game, and and uh, and it's just so nice to kind of like you know you've you've been sat on something for so long, and then you can just, like to show, show it to everyone and kind of be excited about it, and, and then then be excited sort of back. It's just yeah, it's really really cool to finally get it out there and not have to kind of like you know just be worried about it, I suppose, and kind of like you know yeah. just be um, you know. It's it's nice to kind of to to enjoy this moment and kind of watch it tick up. But yes yeah, as I say, the, the the mid the mid campaign has been better than I, than I thought it would be. I thought it'd be an absolute deadlock, but it's it's kind of continued to kind of trickle in every day, and 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 that's really cool. And hopefully, kind of when that forty eight hour reminder goes out, then then a few more people will kind of jump on board too, and yeah, you know, hopefully, yeah. we have a bit closer to those stretch goals. So, um, but yeah, more to come.
0: Awesome. If people want to keep an eye on that, more to come. Where can we find you on the Grimdark internet yeah, <laughs> nets?
1: you probably—I don't know what you can find on the Grimdark internet, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can find uh, me on uh, obviously on Kickstarter. Whoa, that's my microphone. Sorry, uh, you can find me on <laughs> kick, just falling off the table. Uh, you can find uh, me on <laughs> Kickstarter. That's staying Jamie. That's, that's not you. getting cut. Yeah, that's I can just—I can see the spike on the uh, on the on the audio chart there uh where really? it's completely fallen off the uh the table um That's but awesome. uh, yeah no you can find my kickstarter uh if you look for hero master and epic game of epic fails if you can muster the courage to type that whole thing in uh you can also mm. if you go to facebook and you search for hero master game uh then you'll find the facebook group there you're welcome to come and join that because i post loads of stuff in that and uh, show off artwork and bits and pieces and tell you what's coming up and um but this also yeah if you go to my website thenobleartist.com you can join the mailing list there and you'll find out and i've found bits and pieces as i um release them as well through that too so lots of ways to find me um yeah
0: and we'll make sure that we put all those links in the show notes so that we have notes to show um if you want to find out where what we are up to um Go to our show notes because it's all there. But you can find us on Twitter at We're Not Wizards, you can find us on Instagram at We're Not Wizards, Facebook's We're Not Wizards, YouTube is We're Not Wizards Tabletop Podcast, Tumblr's We're Not Wizards. Um you can find us on all the podcast catchers like Stitcher and Spreaker and ACast and Player Fm and all these other wonderful, fantastic places. pod Podbean itself, you can go to our website which is We're Not wizards.com. You can read stuff people that are better at English than I have got um right for us, which is um we're not wizards.blogspot.com. Um, as we say, if you've like what you've listened to tonight, um stay tuned. Drop us a subscription on Apple Podcasts if you like us even more and you don't want to be grimdark about it, um consider giving us a rating or review. Um but as we say, don't give us ten stars. 'Cause it makes us big-headed, but don't give us one, because it'd make us cry, and just we, just really ugly crier. Give us something in the middle, like a five, 'cause it's average, and we're just a little bit average. But the person who's not been average tonight, um, it's the rather wonderful, the rather fantastic, the noble artiste. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you very well, much for G-E, having me, Noble Friar, You're very, very welcome. So this has been. Um, you have to come back on. I think. It was
1: good fun. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Thanks, man. I, it, was, it, it was a lot of fun. I think kind of like next time we'll just as soon as like you actually call me, then we'll hit the recall button because more <laughs> more weird stuff ensued before the before the call started. So Let's not.
0: The let's starts. not. Let's. No, no, they can they can wait for the next time. Um, there's only two <laughs> more things to do. The first thing is to remember that we are many things, but we're not wizards.
1: Are we wizards, Jamie? I uh, well, uh, no, no, certainly not. No. I mean, so I'm not, and, and, and I, I, I only know a little bit about you, and one of the things I do know is that you're not. So, yeah, no, neither of us are.
0: Cool, that's good. <laughs> and the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from Jamie. Say goodbye, Jamie.
1: Goodbye, Jamie. And it's
0: a goodbye from me. Don't fight every time. Ruined it at the end. I did. Deleting the entire podcast. Yes, you did. Anyway, uh, remember, and it's a goodbye from me, remember, stay safe. Rollsixes.com, and um, if you fancy being a master of your own disaster or even if you fancy uh, being a success on a quest, um, maybe stay away from the Epic Fails or the Epic, Be- Epic Board Game of Epic Fails. It is the Hero Master <laughs> Epic Game of Epic Fails the Board Game which is done by Jamie Noble Fryer who loves walks in the park is scared of roller coasters but does love a dodge But until the next time Grimdark <laughs> <laughs>